Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 432. In today's podcast, my guest is sharing with you how you can develop your greatness. What I want you to know is we all have that seed within us. And whether or not you develop it is totally up to you. But I want you to remember, you have unlimited potential. It is time to show up and stop playing small. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Steve Spiro. Steve, welcome. Hey, hey, how are you doing, Heather? Great to be here. Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? All right. Well, I am in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm in the Northeast. Um, yeah, I started my first company out of college in advertising, did that for a lot of years, transitioned into technology, and now I do consulting. I also have some, do speaking engagements. I've got a LinkedIn live broadcast. So I do a lot of different things. I do some entrepreneurial projects as well. So just my hands in a bunch of things. That's why they call me the master connector, because I baffle people when they want to put me in a cute little box. So yeah. there you go. Well, and actually, that's how we met was LinkedIn and connecting that yeah. way. And I got to be on your show. But what I love about your background and what you're all about is number one, authenticity, but number two is the power of mentorship. And I think that's the big thing about being on a podcast. We're here trying to mentor, inspire, empower other people. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more on, you know, your first mentor. And then why do you believe mentorship is so powerful? Absolutely. Um, so my experience was I was working in the advertising industry. I was actually on a plane ride to Ireland working on Guinness beer. I got sent to Ireland. It was a crazy trip. Amazing. And a coworker of mine was telling me about this fella um, who we described had the lifestyle that I had dreamed of. He had become financially independent at a young age, travels the world. Him and his wife raise their kids together. They have incredible life. And Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com, and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. Again, visit my website, heatherhakes.com. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. You can find this on my website, heatherhakes.com forward slash course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part? Everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free discovery call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now, back to regular programming. Um, multiple businesses, but on the passive side. And, and you know, finally got to meet him after a few weeks of uh, getting back from Ireland. And, and um, he blew my mind because when I looked into his eyes, there was no stress. 
So not only he had the lifestyle, he had the, the everything that I was looking for, but he had the peace, which really just, just baffled me. So after a couple of months of stalking him, uh, I was very blessed. He took me on his wing, took on a magic role. And it's been transformative. I mean, the, you know, the, the, it's been a couple of decades of, of a relationship. It's been amazing. Um, it's been a, not just a, a, it's not a coaching relationship. It's a business relationship where we're able to, we worked on some projects. And it, within that, I get mentorship from him. And it's been amazing. It's been business, mentorship in business, but in life. And I believe the biggest challenge that most people have in, in business, quite frankly, is the challenges that life throws them. And an example, you know, whether it be a, a crappy marriage, which I had that for many years, whether it be uh, horrible finances and whether it be it, te terrible interpersonal relationships. I'm describing myself right now, just, you know, uh, so just just a lot of stuff, right? Bad time management, all these things, life things that really make success almost impossible. So he has been able to, through, through a working relationship, been able to see you know, because sometimes when you mentor somebody from afar, it's kind of hard, right? We we know there's the the gurus out there, the Gary V's, the Grant Cardones, which have great advice, but they're generic, right? They have no clue about me and, and my life and what what my strengths and my weaknesses are. You know, I heard it once said, Heather, about the there's something called the Jahari window pane, and with that, the, there's four panes, and and the first pane being uh, of the window is what you know about me and I know about me, right? Um, I've got a pretty high forehead, right? Um, receding hairline, if you will, right? Barely any hair. It's the obvious stuff, right? Then the second thing is what I know about me, but you don't. So that's sort of the personal stuff. Secrets, maybe, whatever. Third is what you know about me, and I don't. That's my blind spots. And then the fourth is what you don't, what you know about me, and I don't know about me. I'm sorry. What I know, what I don't know about me, and and you don't know about me. And that's the great unknown, the mystery, the potential, and. What I found as a mentor and what he's done for me is he's worked with me on those latter two, right? The, the, the blind spots and the potential. And it's been amazing. I, and I've seen an incredible transformation. If you met me quite a few years back, you'd be like, who is this guy? Because I am not who I was then. And I attribute that to mentorship. So I don't know if that answered both of the questions, but definitely that's my perspective. One key word I feel that you just touched on was our potential. And I feel that most people are living from a very limited perspective, very limited viewpoint, and we're playing small. Yeah. So I want to ask you that word potential, seeing somebody's potential, because, you know, I can, from afar, see that somebody, you know, your beliefs, the story you keep telling is keeping you small, but I know your potential is unlimited. So what would you offer people? Well, one, what is their potential? And two, how do you step into this higher version of you? Well, first of all, I believe that everyone was, was born with the seed of greatness within them. Okay. Uh, not to get religious. I'm not a religious guy, spiritual, but I believe that there's a higher power. And I, I believe that that we have we are we are a son or daughter of a creator, and I believe that there's amazing potential within us. And I just think it's a matter of that that seed, if you will, to be germinated and put in the right environment, the right soil, and to be watered and nurtured like a seed. And then over time, it can become whatever practically whatever you want it to become. And I think we talked about this before we we went live. 
you know, there's this, this tendency for us to have the people have the victim mentality and, oh, what was me? And this is the lot in life and all that. And, and that is not the case. You know, we have the ability to shape our destiny. But again, we have influence in that. And the influence being, who do we surround ourselves with? What do we put in our brains? How do we program our minds? How do we, how, you know, our tongue? I mean, that is the most powerful thing you we have. It's the rudder of, of the ship. It's the it's the it's the it, they say it's life is that life and death is in the tongue and the the tongue programs ourselves in other words what we speak because who do we hear most throughout the day ourselves right our own voice right and we hear our voice through our own inner ear right i don't know if you've ever experienced this when you would listen to yourself or recording yourself like it doesn't quite sound like me yeah you're right because we're hearing ourselves from the outer ear in that experience, but when we hear ourselves speaking like this, we're hearing ourselves through the inner ear, and there's science in that, and that when you hear yourself through the inner ear, it's going into the subconscious brain and programming your brain, and I know you know about all this probably even better than I do, but there's programming, and, and Think and Grow Rich talks about, you tap into, um, it's called, uh, uh, oh, the uh, universal power, I forget the name, I'm, I'm blanking right now, but um, intelligence, um, universal intelligence, something like that. It'll come to me, but you're tapping into that power and through what you program, you can change your destiny. So hopefully you have somebody in your life that pushes you, that, that, that stretches you, that perhaps is beyond you, right? Cause if you want to get better in tennis, don't play with people that are your level or below, you want to get better tennis, you play with people that are better than you, right? So it stretches you. So get around, you know, people that are better than you. Have someone like a mentor in your life, like we spoke about, who, who sees the potential in you and, and says, you know, you could be great. And, you know, what I learned is, is that self-image is not necessarily what I think of myself. It's, Heather, it's what I think you think of me. That's what my self-concept concept is, right? So if you get around people that, believe in you and they, they think great about you versus what we see a lot of times in, unfortunately, in, in the inner city situations or in, in dysfunctional families where we're, we're programmed by our family. Oh, you're a loser. Or you can always be, you're, you're a fat kid. You're always going to be fat or you're lazy, you know, or you're shy. You get programmed. And then our brain just kind of picks up on that and just thinks, okay, I guess that's my quote unquote lot in life. So it's just, I, I believe it's the programming that you, you receive around you. It's it's the programming you do in yourself and get a vision, right? See, see, see what you want to be and know that you could grow to be that. Okay. So you just touched on so many things. I, I took several notes. I want to, what I want to go back to, and this has been said time and time again, right? So we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Absolutely. And so if you want to know how much money you're going to make or the health you're, and fitness you're going to have, pay attention to your circle. And mm -hmm. I personally, especially the last two years, I've walked away from a lot of social circles. No judgment on those people. But I just realized I was no longer interested in getting drunk on weekends and not talking about and doing big things with my life. And I simply walked away from that. And it, it can be lonely and isolating at first, yep. but I also just realized, and I also, I've learned to follow my intuition, those intuitive nudges. And I, I wanted more. I wanted to be doing more. I wanted to feel 
fulfillment and so much else. So <clears throat> what you touched on was the power of influence, which yeah. I would agree. And so I would just offer somebody if they're finding themselves in that boat, uh, you, you will outgrow people. That's just, I love this saying, have you ever heard this, that people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Yep. Absolutely. The second thing you touch on that is really important is, um, being mindful of what we're intaking, right? What are you watching? The news? What are you scrolling through on social and your different feeds? Mm -hmm. Because whatever you're consuming, those are going to be the thoughts that you're playing and, and focused on. That's right. Yep. So question for you, back to your mentor. Yeah. Since it seems like you kind of have shifted a 180 in many areas of your life. What were the yeah. big things that he taught you or what did you mirror from watching him? Well, uh, the, the first, in no particular order, but the first thing that I can think of right away is first people skills. Um, that was, I was horrible at people skills. I was the guy that I had the personality of watching paint dry or, or, or worse yet, maybe a personality of an actual brick, right? Um, you know, being a martial artist, and I, I didn't mention that, a couple of black belts, but I'd rather hit you than, than talk with you, right? I was the guy that if I said, you know, if you said something, you're giving me your opinion, I'd be like, you're wrong. You know, I wouldn't be like, well, you know, I know you feel if I was in your shoes, I feel the same way. Let me tell you what I, what I found. No, I was just like, you're wrong, you know? And so just seeing how he interacted with others and the people skills and, and learning how to deal with people has been huge. Uh, so that's a big one the art of communication and it's related to people skills but being able to cast a vision and be able to speak into other people's lives and be able to see you know see uh that influence and, and not alienate people with that but be able to, to, to cast a vision and people buy into that vision uh which is part of my self-talk by the way every morning right um and then the third is is i would say is you know the ability to to dream and i i I knew I, I wanted a bigger life, a better life, but I think understanding the, the power of vision and have a dream and, and, and how that can impact me personally. And then lastly is, is the, the power of positive habits and being able to, you know, uh, you know, knowing that those habits, I think there's a phrase, right? Your, your thoughts will reap uh, your words, your words will reap your actions, your actions will be, reap, reap a habit, your habit will reap a uh, character, your character will reap a destiny, I believe is, is what it is. Or if, if, if not, it's very close to it. Um, and, and, and those kind of ideas about, you know, what you're thinking and then how it leads to your actions and, and, and then the ability to be able to shape your life, which is kind of what we talked about before. Yes. For those listening, something I, I touch on often is a very simplified, I think what you're just saying is what I call the thought cycle. And it's a four-step process that our thoughts create our emotions and feelings. Those emotions are the drivers to the actions or inactions we take and ultimately our results. So I always talk about if just look, look at your finance, look at the major life buckets, right? Your health, finances, career, business, um, <clears throat> whatever it may be. If you look at that, your current results and you're not satisfied, I talk about reverse engineering. Well, what actions have you been taking? or procrastinating or self-sabotage? How have you been feeling about it? And then it all stemmed from thought. So that's something I talk about. Yeah. 
you barely touched on, but I would definitely like to deep dive this. I love asking other people, I want to know what are your daily practices, your morning rituals, or maybe your evening practices. What are you doing? Because I know the importance of living mindful and intentionally um, to create these habits. Absolutely. And and it didn't start like this, but right now it's about an hour and 20 minutes uh, from from when I wake up. So wake up, pray. And immediately go and I start making a very, very healthy breakfast. While I'm making the healthy breakfast, I put on an audio book, playing that as I, fin- as I finish up the breakfast. I don't eat it yet, but then I go and I uh, put on a, an audio like a podcast and I'll listen to that. Um, and then uh, after that, I, I start, um, I, I stretch. While I stretch, I do floor stretching. While I stretch, I self-talk while I'm stretching, because, you know, the work of the body, I got to work the, the other part of it, the mind and the soul. After I finish stretching, uh, which is pretty extensive, then I go and I get on my spin bike and I do a pretty intense uh, 15 minutes, uh, pretty all, all out intense. And then I do 160 push-ups in a row and 160 sit-ups in a row. And then after that, I go and I uh, listen to um, some spiritual stuff right? Uh, the Bible app. Uh, and then I do uh, creative visualization meditation. And then I have a gratitude list of three things I'm grateful for. And that's my, that's my practice. That is a quite extensive list. So what I want to ask you, when that doesn't happen, if you get up late, or you're just not feeling like it that day, how, how does your day unfold when you don't do oh, It's that? horrible, but it, it almost never doesn't happen. I yeah. can say that. I made it such a part of my life. I would say hmm. maybe two days out of 365 days did I not do all of those things. It's just, some, it's just what I do. And even when I go away, I, I, I manage to get it done, um, even though the routine is a little off because it's, you know, the the triggers, right? If you, li- you wa- ri- listen to the book or read the book, Atomic Habits, right? Talks about triggers. He talks about habit stacking, right? Those triggers that trigger the habits are not there when you're away in a different environment, but I still am able to do it. And yeah, but you're right. The day is, the day is off and I feel off and not the same. So what I think is important to highlight here is um, that this is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle you are choosing. And I 100% agree. I just got back from a week in Mexico and even I, on vacation, I got up every morning and I first, I always do a meditation and then I got movement. So luckily uh, the place I was staying had a gym, but there was also an amazing, really cool jungle gym, a few, you know, just like up the road. So I paid to do that one day, but I have to do meditation and movement just to feel right. And one morning I did a sunrise journal sesh. And so anyway, it's just, what I'm trying to say is the importance of having being proactive versus reactive and that importance of self-care, getting your mind right, getting your body right. And then you're taking on the day. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and you know what? I have the book atomic habits that has come up several times. I have yet to read it. So could you Great highlight book. what is he, ta- why are habits so important? Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically what we're talking about, right? It's it's the the habits, right? It's um, there's also a couple other books that touch on it, like the Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and it's the same premise. But what I liked about his spin on it is, you know, we know that 
you know, 1% every single day, 1% change is, is, is incredible. I don't know what the number is, but it's an incredible number when you compound it across multiple days and eventually over a year and then multiple years. So we know that a small something will change, right? Yep. And if you eat, a, like if you eat a, a Big Mac and fries once, it's not gonna change anything. But compounded over time, it'll definitely put on weight for you, right? And so the, the power of habit is amazing, right? Good or bad. And so what I liked about what he talks about in the book is, like I said, the, stat, the habit stacking. And he talks a lot about triggers. And, you know, there's a lot of good stories. He, you know, I like the fact that he tells it in a story-like fashion. And, and it's not, I, the books that are kind of scientific, I kind of zone out a little bit because I, yeah. you know, with my learning disability, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this to the, to the audience, but um, to, to your listeners, but I'm learning disabled, dyslexic. So my brain kind of doesn't process really, really like most people do. But, um, but it's stories I can kind of learn. I relate really well. And he tells a lot of stories in the book. And, um, and sometimes, you know, the books, you know, they, they blur to me. I do like a, at least two books a, a month. And yeah, so, so I, I can't quote a lot about the book. I do know that it had incredible impact upon me and I highly recommend it. Yeah, and I think I've heard that before too, just 1% better every day. Because if you try to take on a BHAG, right? Big, hairy, audacious goal. Like most people do New Year's resolutioners. I think 87% or more fail. And it's because you can't go from couch to run a marathon. I I mean, like maybe somebody could, but for the most part, get off the couch and, and run a block. And then two blocks and, and then you will eventually run a marathon. So I think it is, it's one step at a time and just to keep going. Inch by inch, everything's a cinch, yard by yard, it's hard, right? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's all, all cliche stuff, but it's true. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Here's what I want to ask. You shared this with me and I think this is so important because I feel like we've been conditioned to seek outside of us in a book, in a course. And I think there is phenomenal information in those things. But what you shared with me is that the keys to success are already in our pocket. Steve, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, we, we have what it takes, right? We have the the seeds of greatness within us. Right. And they're, they're around us. I mean, honestly, um, you know, whatever, 10, 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we didn't have these things. Right. So we have the knowledge, we have the access, right. We just got to switch it on. We got to switch on and, and do, do what we need to do. And there's no shortage of information out there, but there's shortage of people taking the right action. So I just encourage you to take action, to, to move forward and, and be all you can be. And it's just a decision. It's not right. It's a decision. It's a minute by minute decision, right? It's not something, you know, I don't believe in new year's resolutions. I believe in commitments. It's a decision backed by commitment and your life will change. Yeah. It's not, it's not, don't, don't make it, don't go analysis paralysis. Don't, don't, don't think like everything has to be right before, you know, like I remember I used to have people that used to walk away from karate and then they, they were like, well, like, I know I need to be in shape to, to come back. I'm like, what? No, you come back to get in shape. That's like saying, 
you know, I, I need to be clean before I go into the shower. Like what? Like, no, you, you know, start where you are, right. You know, you, you got what it takes. Just, just, just move. Right. You know, uh, God, higher power doesn't steer a parked car. You got to move. You got to, you move and it can, you know, you, you can be steered, right. So take action. I love that. And you're right. And I, I call myself a recovering type, a perfectionist. I always wanted everything to be perfect and in line and in order. If I truly still felt that way, I would have never started a podcast. And so I've been doing this four and a half years. Um, my first, I don't even know how many episodes sucked. I didn't know what I was doing. I used to write out a script and like read this script. I sucked, but I got started and I stayed consistent. I commit, you're right. That's a keyword. And I circled it that I actually want to go back to. I committed to releasing two podcast episodes every week. And that's what I've stuck to. But I committed early on to stay consistent and do that. And it was my own self-accountability. This has been something that has come up quite a bit lately with a couple of my coaching clients. And and that is, I feel like many people are interested in change. They're interested in a better life, but they're not committed. So can we talk about the difference in being interested versus being committed? Yeah. I mean, I think there's the, there's a lot of people that are the self-help junkies, right? They love, and they'll go to like a Tony Robbins or a conference or a seminar and they get all fired up. And then tomorrow they go back to the same old, same old, right? They felt good in that, you know, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, it's good to feel good. Right. But I get, I get endorphin hits from the action I take. And I get endorphin hits when I get, I have a gold tracker for myself on things that I I accomplish things I know I need to do that are going to, you know, I, I break my goals down from, you know, long-term, you know, decade long goals all the way down to, to annual, to monthly, to weekly, and to daily. And those daily goals, I get endorphin hits for doing it. And so I get fired up about taking action. So if you're taking action towards your goal, you're, and you're committed to your goal, and you're accountable to your goal. Yes. But if you're just going to just, you know, you know, the other side of it, which is whatever you said, right. It's, you know, you're, you're, you know, you, I don't, I don't remember the words you said, but uh, interested versus committed. Interested, that's the word. If you're interested. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things you could be interested in, right. But you got to get committed and, and not just get interested, but can be committed and take the leap. And, and that's the difference. And the difference yeah. is get fired up about what you did and what you're doing versus getting fired up about the idea of what you can do. For me, if I had to boil it down to interested versus committed, interested is like, if it's convenient, otherwise it's very easy to come up with excuses versus committed is all in. And I think for myself, and I'm curious how you have done it. I train myself through physical feats. Like I'm literally out there doing the actual reps my, building my mindset muscle when I, when I challenge myself. So as an example, when I set out, uh, I ran a marathon, I think it was that two or three years ago, I set out and I scheduled very structured a 20 week training plan. And there were plenty, cause I, I, I was running at least four days a week. Maybe it was five. There were plenty of runs. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to put on my shoes. I didn't want to run 18 miles but I was committed. So 
especially those days I didn't feel like it and I showed up and did it anyway, I built that confidence, that um, self-trust, self-reliability. I built it by doing the reps. So I'm curious for you, how have you been able to commit, follow through and go all in on your visions? Yeah, I mean, what resonated with what you said, Heather, is that I my motto is there's danger in the comfort zone. And so when I get comfortable, I'm not comfortable. I know I need to push myself. So I'm just, I'm always pushing myself and I've learned to just embrace the suck, right? The first three letters of success is S-U-C. So you got to go through the suck to get to success. And I've just accepted it, learned how to deal with it. And um, I don't like being comfortable. I get, I get uncomfortable when I'm getting comfortable, if that makes sense. So that's, that's just my way of, of pushing through. I, I, I do agree that there's a tendency for a lot of people to make excuses, right? Uh, one of my favorite books is The Magic of Thinking Big. And one of the uh, three success habits, and I always forget the third, but one is detailitis, one is procrastination, and one is, um, yeah, see, I, I can't remember the third one, but but it's just, it's, it's, uh, procrastination, detailitis, right? You, you kind of like think about the, those, okay, what am I, uh, you know, I got, you know, the, whatever, all the excuses, right? Excusitis, right? Detailitis, procrastination, that's it. Excusitis, detailitis, and procrastination. Those are the three diseases. So yeah, so we have a tendency to, to do that, but if you can get through that and, and get out of your comfort zone and just push yourself and don't worry. I mean, I think a lot of times we we worry, we we overanalyze, and if you could just, just, just say, okay, let's, do something. It, 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 I, I've learned that it always works out. That's the phrase in one of my models. I also, it's always going to work out. I, it, and it always does. It's amazing. Get a little bumpy, but it always works out. And I don't know if that's maybe what I programmed myself in the universe to believe and it happens, or it's just the way it happens. But for me, it always works out. Always. I've never had a chance, a situation where it didn't work out somehow. Okay. So on that note, a hundred percent, whatever we believe or expect is going to happen. So if you always expect people to flake, they're going to flake. If you expect things to be hard, it's going to be hard. You know, if you expect to fail, you'll fail. I believe life is literally a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Something else you shared with me that I'd love for you to expand on a little bit is um, what you said is that we are only limited by what we allow to limit us. You know, as an example, the old saying used to be the sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, we live in a big ass galaxy, so the sky's not even the limit. I believe our, our beliefs are. So what do you mean by we're only limited by what we allow to limit us? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, we have a lot of self-doubts and self-limitations. Maybe they were programmed in our brain by people around us and people, maybe ourselves. And yeah, we're, we're limited by that. But if you can get past that and just allow yourself to believe that anything is impossible, right? I, that's one of my mantras, right? Which is all things are possible for mm-hmm. he who believe, right? It's a, again, not getting, you know, religious, but so it's a scripture, right? And and it's it a lot of a lot of that stuff is what success is built on anyway, right? So I just believe that you can accomplish anything you put my mind your mind to. And and you know my parents they're amazing. Uh, my dad is no longer with us. He, he's he's uh, he passed away. But 
but my mom is around. And I remember my dad, you know, he, you know, he had his flaws. My mom had his flaws. But one thing he always told me is he said, Steve, whatever you put your mind to, you'll, you'll be able to succeed. And, and I, I never forgot that. And so just got to just got to take the limits off. Right. I mean, you know, just there's a the Norman Vizipeels Vis wrote a book, uh, you know, and, and uh, possibility thinking, I believe it is. And just believe that anything is possible and, and you will achieve it. You know what else, even because I'm really big on perspective and I believe mindset is everything. I've been experiencing even a different perspective. So as an example, I was recently in Tulum, Mexico. And in Tulum, they have what's called the jungle gym. It was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. It's like the old Tarzan and jungle and it's these big wood or stone weights on the poles and these um, pulleys, I don't know, and stones and rocks. It was the coolest thing. And even being there, I was like, somebody imagined this in their mind. They had this idea and it came to life. And so what I want to offer people to inspire and excite them is to remember that everything we have in front of us, a phone, um, I have a sparkling water in front of me, travels, experiences, cooking, somebody once imagined that and then it became real. So I just want to offer people that anything you can imagine and really see and visualize and use your senses, as Bob Proctor used to say, whatever you can see in your mind, you can hold in your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, what, what would you like to offer people to inspire and empower that we are limitless beings? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, I, I would say, you know, the, the mind is, is incredibly powerful, right? I, I believe in the conscious state, we only could, uh, we only do like 10% of it. And the rest of it, the subconscious does a lot of the other. Yeah. Um, but put, put up, you know, vision, I mean, it's cliche stuff these days, if you're in the success world, but it's the vision boards and the self-talk and, and all those things, right? affirmations all that stuff right you know the mirror technique right speaking look into your eyes and and okay. say all those things will will help you to shape the future life you want it works just you got to do it consistently you know you can't try it for a couple of days or a week and oh nothing happened well you know listen if if you're 35 right now you've had 35 years of programming you're not going to change that programming in two days or even two weeks it's going to take some time to reprogram right the brain is a computer you can reprogram it but you got it and, you, and you're never going to erase what's there you're just going to override it so it's still there but you override it so i heard the yeah. i heard the, the expression or the kind of the, the the kind of visual that if you took cyanide or, or poison and you put it in a glass of water a little drop if somebody drank it they poison they die but if you took that same poison glass of water and 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 then poured it into a pool and then you you know I mean who would want to drink water from a pool but you get the idea and then you scoop that water and drank it you might get a little bellyache but you're not going to die because it's been diluted so we could dilute that negative mm. with with the positive and 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 have the life we want for sure a hundred percent I want to ask you, because I feel like we've touched on many different things, the power of mentorship and that, you know, our destiny is not predetermined and mindset and habits. What is one key takeaway you want listeners to get? Absolutely. And, and you know, so, so I want to just go back to the mentorship for a quick moment, because I don't know if I ever answered it. Mentorship 
to me is like a GPS, right? So if you have somebody, GPS is awesome. I remember back in the days, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a little on the older side. I used to have to do with MapQuest and before that, the Hengstrom maps and before that, I don't know what. It was stressful, but now GPS yeah. is amazing. So having a mentor is amazing because you can have somebody who's got the vision of, can kind of see far behind you. And to, it sort of takes the stress out of your life when you know somebody has got your back and they could see things that you maybe can't see. So that's that's that. But I, I think the 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 biggest takeaway I, I would like I like to talk about is in, in the world we are today. It's a you know and you you need we need to be authentic in in who we are and, and and what I mean by that is don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Right. One of the things that I love to do is I love to share you know some of the things I've gone through as a, as you know earlier in my life and I, I'm not embarrassed of it anymore. I used to be, and because I was so embarrassed about it or I was you know I was afraid to tell people about it it boxed me in and it made me it, it put up a, a wall and people didn't connect with me and I didn't connect with them. And people kind of got, they felt this edge about me. And when I finally just became, I know it's, you know, straight off of you know, Brene Brown's, you know, uh, yeah, you know, her talk, her TEDx talk and her books and all that about, you know, being vulnerable and so forth. But when I was able to do that, I connected more authentically. And I think we talked about it before, if you connect authentically, especially with the barriers we have with social media and technology and all that, people see that and they really want to, they want to, you know, lean into you and they, they want to, you know, either connect with you, be your friend or do business with you. So my, my, my biggest thing I would tell people is, because I love talking, this one of my, my top talk uh, topics is connecting authentically, but that would be my, my recommendation is, is if you're going to connect, connect authentically with people. Yes. Well, and you shared that with me before we recorded. So I just want to share this quote that I love. Um, and I, I put it in my book again, I don't know the author, but the quote is, don't be a second rate version of somebody else. Be a first rate version of you. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah. As I shared with you, if I try to mimic and be like Tony Robbins, I'm not Tony Robbins. So be Heather Hakes, you know, be Steve Spiro, be you because you have your own traits and qualities and characteristics and how you will connect with others. So hundred percent, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. My, you know, my mentor, who's like, I got this very charismatic, super funny, very dynamic guy. Um, I, for years tried to be that and it was ugly and I felt insecure and I felt (laughs) And anytime I got around people that had some things that I didn't, I felt second, like I felt like I wasn't good enough. And then I started to realize, you know what? I've got some things that he doesn't have. And I'm, it's not a compare game. It's not what I mean, but I'm like, I've got value and I've got different value. And my value is, is good in its own way. And so I, I believe now whenever I come into a room or if I get on a podcast or I, I'm blessed to be, to be able to speak in front of an audience, I feel like I'm bringing to the table something amazing because I have value and it's been years of growth and I can share that with you. And so hopefully everyone listening to this, you could feel the same way. It's not, you don't have to be like some, you know, some special this or special that, or you like you say, you don't have to be Tony Robbins, be the best version of you and share you and people will, will love the, the authenticity and the vulnerability of, of who you are and, and they'll relate. I love that. Okay, so I'd love to wrap up the interview and I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Okay, do the best I can here. 
<laughs> the first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Well, I said one of it earlier today, which is uh, danger in the comfort zone. Um, and I, I believe also whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. It's another one I believe, you know, uh, don't quit, you win. There you go, there's three. I know you only asked for one, but there's three. Love them. What is the book you're currently reading or highly recommend? The current book right now is Tony Dungy's Mentor Leader. Uh, amazing book, incredible book. Um, another book, obviously we talked about Atomic Habits, Compound Effect, great. Those are two really, really good books as well. And final question, what advice would you give your younger self? My younger self, right? Not my older self, right? Um, my, my younger self, I would say, go get, number one, find somebody who's in life where you wanna be and see if they would mentor you. I would say, Steve, you're amazing. Believe in yourself. You're, you, have, you have the seed of greatness within you. Go accomplish it. Believe in yourself. Don't be afraid to fail because you, you know, the inside of success, the other side of success is failure. You got to fail to succeed and, and, and go be the best version of you and, and, and stop being, don't be, you know, that, that, um, that, that, that wounded child that you, that you continue to fall back to. I love that. What a great note to end on. Steve, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Heather. It was a pleasure and privilege. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.